Okay, and welcome to another episode of Stevenson's Mind. And in this episode today, I want to talk about the art of journaling. Journaling is something I did unconsciously as a child. And many people, they've done different forms of journaling throughout their life stage. You know, coming from a a child, uh, teenage years, adult years. And journaling is something people have done in in a carefree attitude, something that was just in like a dear diary type of setting. And then people have also done journaling in a professional attitude. And that's what I want to focus on in this episode is how to take the art of journaling, which is something as simple as writing and see if you attribute that to a professional setting, how it can really be dramatic in terms of changing the effect of your life. So as always, let's start up with some exciting quotes over here. So here's one from the internet. It says, a personal journal is an ideal environment in which to become. It is a perfect place for you to think, feel, discover, expand, remember, and dream. Here's another nice one I quite like. Whispering to oneself and listening at the same time. That's the art of journaling. Whispering to oneself and listening at the same time. And this, of course, is in in reflection when you do the writing. Uh, Here's one that says, journaling is a good way to help us to stop, take a step back, and reflect on ourselves. Another one here that says, journal writing is a voyage to the interior. And that's really the the, the basis of it all. That's that's the fundamental reason for, for journaling. Um, Here's one that's uh, by Oprah uh, that says, keeping a journal will change your life in ways that you'd never imagine. And that's really true. I can really attribute myself to to that that quotation. And I've seen it manifest in in my life. Uh, Here's one that says, what happens to us is not as important as the meaning we assign to it. Journaling helps sort this out. That's, That's very true. Um, because we're looking for for the meaning of of what's going on. And by writing things down, you'll see as we get into this episode, it's really prevalent that um, we are able to sort out different concepts and ideas because we are are writing down. Um, And here's one that says, uh, journaling has become one of the most gratifying and fulfilling practices of my life. Not only do I derive the daily benefits of consciously directing my thoughts and putting them in writing, but even more powerful are those I have gained from reviewing my journals. Again, keyword there is reviewing. And we saw in a previous quote, uh, you know, the word reflecting. So if we talk about why we might journal. So one of my, my beliefs is that the mind is too fast. The thoughts that uh, manifest in your mind and the thoughts that are moving are way too fast for you to sort of harness them and make sense of them. Now, you know, each thought, uh, you know, is sort of related sometimes, and then it it diverges into something that's drastically different. And we're just processing, you know, a lot of thoughts in a a sort of linear fashion. And if you're trying to think about something, to be able to process this in your mind is not impossible, because I think humans will eventually reach that evolution. And some people like, Elon Musk, you know, Einstein, they could really see and do the calculations in their head with scores of information. Uh, You know, people like Mozart, 
who would um, compose on the spot, who was a prodigy in music, uh, you know, to be able to sort of see those symphonies in his mind. Frank Zappa, another famous musician who was able to contain that much of data. We've heard of, you know, different types of yogis uh, from the, uh, you know, different religions where they're able to download bulks of paragraphs from the holy books. You know, we're sort of just reading sentences, but their mind's able to process, you know, vast amounts of information. So for, you know, the regular person that's trying to just discern uh, the thoughts and the information and glean some sort of experiential knowledge from that, um, the mind is really too fast. And I find that with myself as well, especially when I've had a stimulant such as caffeine, the mind is just racing. So if you're able to, to write things down, um, you'll be able to objectively see what these thoughts are. And you'll also be able to slow things down to be able to reflect on it. And that's uh, really what's what's important. So that's one of the reasons uh, we might write is to, once again, slow things down to be able to reflect on it. And, you know, this is in the category of thinking. Uh, another reason we might journal is for the release of emotions. So this is a very therapeutic process. And we'll get into this in a little bit. Um, another reason we might want to journal is to create, just like an author uh, would want to create a book or a playwright might want to create a play or a journalist might want to start the article with the technique of journaling, which leads into the, the main article that they're writing. So, you know, it's, it's a combination of thinking sometimes for therapy and, and for creation. So if we look at it um, for thinking, and again, when we're doing journaling, uh, you could do it on a computer. I personally find, and this will differ from person to person, but I prefer writing it down on a piece of paper. There's something about using a writing instrument, such as a pencil or a pen, and writing on a surface like paper. You can do it on the computer. It's very efficient on the computer because you've got the capacity to, to save information um, you know, with the touch of a button. You can edit it as you go along. Um, and that's great for, you know, for those purposes. Uh, but I find that it's not as personalized and the impression is not as hard stamped as when I personally do it in, in a writing format. So if I take a piece of paper, if I'm using a pen to write on it, the energy is much stronger um, when I'm doing it in, in that method compared to on the computer. With the computer, it sort of takes the the process from me. Um, so maybe that's, you know, part of the reason. Uh, but once again, when I find, and you can try this, you know, do it both ways and you'll find that, you know, it's a bit more cumbersome. You're using the, uh, the pen and paper process because you have to be more aware of your spelling. If you want to have sort of like a, a clean page of writing, um, your sentence structures have to be formed almost somewhat in advance because you don't have a capacity to edit it unless you're using a pencil, then you can erase but if you're using a pen, it's sort of, you know, it's going to look messy with, um, you know, scratching it out or, or using something like a whiteout. Um, but I find the energy process is much, much stronger. And the integration uh, by interfacing with pen and paper is, is much more impressionable on me. And the, the reflection is, is much more bountiful from that. So we've seen as, as children, you might have... Uh, kept uh, a dear diary, you know, that's po popular with a lot of young children, just, you know, putting their, their thoughts, their notes into an informal book, maybe decorating the book. I remember 
uh, growing up as a kid, I did that. I had a, a journal and it had the different days of the week and a paragraph space for, for each of the days. Um, and I could, you know, pen maybe four or five lines of thoughts into that. One thing that was really popular was it was called a, a confession book or an autograph book in elementary school. And this is basically uh, a notepad or an exercise book that people had and they would decorate the cover, put their name on it. And in every page uh, on the top was a question, you know, what's your favorite color? Who's your favorite you know, musician, et cetera? Who's your secret crush? You know, the questions got a little bit personal and you'd give it to a friend and a friend would go through these questions and, and answer them. And then you'd pass it around to different friends. And at the end of it all, you'd have, you know, various people writing into that and you could read it and, you know, see uh, what they wrote and get an impression of how they were thinking, what they liked, things like that. And you could see with the popular kids, they had to get a second book. <laughs> they ran out of of using the first book. So I would suggest if you're you're going to do journaling, you could do it on a you know standard A4 size paper that's three hole punch. You can put it in a binder. But again, just sort of taking the the pen and paper concept and going you know a step ahead of that or a level above that. If you get a book that's specific to your use, um, it's much more, again, personal. The energy is better. Um, I have a book that's a leather-bound book. I got it at a trade show. It's got, um, you know, that piece of ribbon that you can use to, to, to hold a page to, as a page marker. And um, it's got a, a sort of elastic where you can keep a pen on it. And it's great for, you know, being mobile. You can take it with you. It looks elegant if you're at a presentation or at a seminar taking notes. And um, that that's my go-to book. And it's, it, you know, it's at this point, it's almost full. I've got previous books. I also use the A4 papers for different um, different reasons. But for things I really want to hold dear and true, I'll put it in that book. If I'm using an A4 paper, I might keep it. Uh, or depending if it's for therapy purposes, I might just, you know, shred it right away. So I think that's important. Get yourself a really nice book because it'll make you feel nice. Um, you know, when you write into it, it'll be personalized to your, your personality and style. And it'll give you energy as you're giving energy to it. Um, also, the, the setting where you're writing is really important. Always find it's best uh, to be by yourself. Uh, you can have a, a coffee with you or, you know, um, it's sort of, you know, you're taking five to 15 minutes maybe to journal. Keep that as sort of sanctuary time, personal time. Make sure there's no one there to disturb you because you can really, you have to get deep with journaling. If it's sort of surface level, that might be fine just to do a quick to-do list. But if you really want to reflect and, and get into the, the heart of the matter, you have to be by yourself. So there's no disturbance. It's almost sort of like in a meditation sort of mindset. Um, and, um, you know, so that's your basic setup. You've got your paper, um, you've got your pen, you've got your notebook, you've got your setting. And... You know, do journaling for different things. So the first one I usually use it for is um, just to think, to reflect. Uh, because I'm able to slow things down and write it, um, I'm able to come to somewhat of a solution much faster than if I was able to, you know, maybe think about it. You know, and again, thinking about it while you're jogging or walking or, you know, doing the dishes or something, that's great. But you'll hit a few, you know, chosen topics that, that will pop up. But when you sit down, you can take those topics, you can really dissect it because once you write something, it's there, it's not going anywhere. Whereas a thought might be fleeting. And once you've got it there, you can look at it, you can reflect on it, and then you can choose which direction to take it, right? 
So if I'm trying to figure out something like, you know, what is one of my limiting beliefs or what's the solution to this problem at work? I'll do it that way. I'll write out, you know, what do I want to do as a sentence? And then I'll go from there. You know, which way do I want to take it? How do I want to solve it? And, you know, the beauty about journaling too is there are no rules. Uh, You can make your own rules. I usually like to brainstorm so that, um, you know, if I think of something, I'm not passing judgment on it. I don't want to discount it because that could be the very solution, even though it might seem abstract or not related to the subject matter. But I've had those experiences before. So just brainstorm your solutions as you write it down. And, you know, think of uh, in journalism, uh, if you study the profession, they're always looking at the who, what, why, when, where, the how, those sort of things. So you can bring those approaches to your writing. Um, You know, so if you're trying to solve a problem, I think it's a great way um, to do it. And you've got it there in front of you. You can go back to it. So, you know, again, like the thought, it's not fleeting. To release emotions, I remember um, uh, being in high school and, you know, being a musician, I had a lot of guitarists. That was my instrument of choice that I looked up to. And there was this one guitarist who made a very big impression on me, so much so that I was living and breathing his music, his his way of life, his approach to philosophy, etc. And um, I would sort of learn his music and, you know, it really had an effect on, on my playing at the time and my thinking even and some of my beliefs to a certain extent. And what I did was one day, um, and this is after couple of years of really living and breathing his his style and his music i decided to to write a letter and i wrote it uh, to him and i sent it to his record company and it was very interesting um the moment i mailed that letter off there was this release from me i wasn't as hooked on him as i was it's almost like something lifted off me which was great because um it allowed me to move on to, you know, different artists and, you know, move into different areas. And if I had not written that letter, I think I would still have that emotional trapped in myself. And eventually I did get a letter back, but not from him, from his record company. But, you know, I was excited to get something back. But we see people, you know, who are using writing as therapy. Um, They might write something that's personal just to you know, voice out the thoughts that they have in the head, the emotions they're feeling, you know, the disgruntlement they might have with the person. And then you can keep that, um, you know, if it's if it's in a place that's personal and won't be looked at and won't be touched, or you can just shred it after, or you can light it, uh, light a fire to it. Um, you know, you don't want to disrespect the environment by tossing it out, you know, onto a lake or something. But, um, you know, those are ways of sort of... Uh, being very therapeutic through the art of of journaling and you know even for the the third point which was creating something as an author would would write a book i mean when i wrote my first book um, it didn't sort of just happen all of a sudden every day i used to come home from you know dropping my spouse to work uh, you know setting the kids in their routine and i would sit with my coffee and i would just write i would pick a topic and i would write for maybe five ten minutes and just brainstorm and, and just let the, the page fill up. And the topic could be something that was happening in my life. Or it could just be a random abstract topic, you know, maybe time travel, something like that. And um, because I did those exercises daily, it built up my writing muscle. It built up my mental muscle for creativity. 
so that when I did my book, even though the book was not related to anything I was journaling, uh, it was much easier and, and the flow was better because of that exercise. So, you know, it's the equivalent of going to the gym uh, to play a, a sports game. So in the creativity process, um, if you're even if you're a musician, if you're writing music, little bits of journaling every day, you know, writing small bits of music, that'll go a long way to when you're actually composing or writing a, a full piece. Um, a journal is a great way to keep notes. I mean, you can keep notes from, once again, uh, your thoughts. You can have uh, a collection of quotes uh, that you can keep, you know, your favorite quotes. Um, when you go to lectures or seminars, um, you know, you can have your notes from those lectures and seminars. And the great thing about a journal is you can go back to it time and time again and you can reflect on it. And that's the most important piece is now being able to reflect on your thoughts as you're writing, but then also when you go back to it later so that you view it with a different lens, with a different mindset. And you can track things like measurement, you know, maybe if you've got uh, goals, you know, that you've implemented, have you reached those goals? How long has it been since you made those entries in your journal? Have your beliefs changed so that your goals have changed? You can look at all of those things. Many of the, the greats also uh, kept journals. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci, he was one that uh, kept his notebooks with his drawings and you know, his writings and his thoughts. And um, a gentleman named Michael Gelb, um, he, uh, he actually wrote a book on you know, Leonardo da Vinci and what maybe some of his principles would have been. And he was able uh, to do this by reading his notebook and getting an idea of how he was thinking, how he was looking at things. And it's a great book you know, if uh, you want to study success principles and if you just want to understand Leonardo da Vinci a little bit more. Uh, Edison kept the notebook. Charles Darwin kept a notebook, Mark Twain. A lot of people have, have uh, kept notebooks and have really uh, taken journal, journaling and made it effective uh, for the success uh, that they've had in life. Um, you know, it's also something that if you keep, you can pass it on to your kids um, and maybe your great grandkids too, right? Like, so they can have a chance to see. Uh, the very soul that the the person was um, through the writing uh, that's in the book, you can get a you know a chance to see what you were thinking. And again, if it's really personal things, you might want to keep that to yourself. But just you know, general principles of success or things you're thinking about, uh, they can understand a person better, you know, sometimes or more objectively as well uh, through the writing that they have, um, you know. Um, that's one way because when we speak, um, you know, that's one impression you get of a person or from when someone speaks about you, that's another impression that you get. But through the writing, that's the true impression because if you can sort of dissect uh, what the person's writing, you really know where they're coming from. Um, John Dewey had a, a really great quote. Uh, he said, we do not learn from experience. We learn from reflecting on experience. So when something happens, the true lesson that is learned from that event or that experience is from when you reflect and you say, okay, that was something that was good. That was something that was bad. Because if you just have the event and you don't think about it, then you're not going to achieve any learning process from it. So by keeping a journal on an experience, say something happened that was you know maybe traumatic or 
uh, uneventful for you. Uh, you can write in your journal. You can get all your emotions out. Um, you can have all your points included linear on the page. And then put it to rest. You'll notice that release. And then when you come back to it, you can look and see what you were thinking about from the event. And you can say, okay, these are the things that are the good things. These are the bad things. Now, how can I improve this? How can I ensure that this doesn't happen again? So it's, it's very, very effective. And the best thing that I love about writing, and especially on paper, is that you're forced to be clear and articulate. So then, you know, you're, you're really working your, your mental muscle to make sure that what you put on paper is as true as possible and is, you know, as concrete as possible because you don't have that chance to edit. Again, if you're using a pen and you don't want it to be messy, I think that's a, that's a great exercise. Always start small. Um, you don't have to write a whole page. You can write a couple of sentences if you want to start that way. Um, and, uh, you know, you can build up on that. Um, you can do something like a to-do list, right? Um, you could do something like a, a goal list and, you know, the options are endless. So, so think about those things. I really encourage everyone to, to start a journal and have fun with it. And I hope it leads you towards success and I'll see you on the next episode.